Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey there, I'm so excited for you to be here today because today is a bit of a sister episode to last week. Now, if you missed last week, don't worry about it. You can always go back and listen to it later. Now, last week we were talking all about how to create an awesome summer for our family and for ourselves. And I introduced you to the Summer of Awesome resource kit that you can find inside the Your Life Rocks app. I hope that you go and check it out. In the description for the show, there is a link where you can find it if you are an Apple user and a link of where you can find it if you are a Google user. Now, the reason why I say this week is a sister to last week is because last week we talked all about creating an awesome summer. This week, we're talking about comparison. Now, the reason why I feel like it's such an important thing for us to be talking about as we're going into summer is because we have laid out some really great plans. If you did the Summer of Awesome planning with us, if not, then you are going to be making some awesome summer plans, and I do not want you to get distracted by comparison. Plus, if you are looking for a summer devotional, a summer Bible study to go through, this could be a really good one. Now, today I am joined by Shannon Popkin. She is a writer, a speaker, and a Bible teacher who loves pointing others to the truth of God's word, and to me, That makes her a sister I want to follow. She combines her gifts for humor and storytelling with her passion for Jesus, and she has written for a number of publications, and she's also the author of several books. And her newest book, which we're talking about a little bit today, is Comparison Girl, Lessons from Jesus on a Me-Free Living in a Measure-Up World. Now, the other thing I really love about Shannon and her message, especially around comparison, and we talk about that, and you'll hear us talk about that in today's episode, is talking about the me-free living. Now, when we talk about the three pillars of creating balance in our lives, and we're talking about putting Jesus first, we're talking about community, and we're talking about systems, and really the community is that idea of me-free living, where you're focused in on other people and how you can serve them using your God-given talents versus just focusing it on you and how everything impacts you. It can make a huge difference in your sanity and certainly in your balance. So I hope that you go and follow me over on Instagram at your.life.rocks or on Facebook because we're going to be giving away a copy of Shannon's newest book. So make sure you go over there and check it out. Now, there was so much truth and so much wisdom from Shannon that she shared with my interview with her, and I'm so excited for you to learn from her. So without further ado, let's jump right into my conversation with Shannon Popkin. Shannon, welcome to the Redefining Balance podcast. I am so excited and just honored that we're going to have this conversation today because I know it's going to serve so many people as we talk about comparison. But before we get into all of your great wisdom, share with our audience a little bit more about who you are. Thank you so much, Jenny. It's a pleasure to be here talking about this really important topic. And 
I am a, a wife and a mom and I'm a writer and a speaker. So I am somebody who is trying to balance all of the above <laughs> and figure it all out. And I'm sure I don't have it all figured out, but hopefully our conversation will be helpful to some today. Oh, I'm so excited to dive into this topic with you. Now, as a working mom yourself, traveling and speaking and trying to balance all of the different things that that come your way, talk to us a little bit about how you define balance, because I feel like we all kind of have our own definition of balance. I definitely believe that balance is possible. We just have to redefine what that is. So what does balance look like for you? Yes, I definitely agree that we have, we have different, like balance is different for it looks different for each of us. And I think trying to find our own balance is really important. And, you know, I have to say, I think it's really funny that we're talking about this today because I just said to my husband, I think I am more frazzled than I have ever been <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I have about 16 irons in the fire and I am just kind of crazy busy right now with a book launch. But you know, this is a season. And so that's one of the things about balance is just recognizing the seasons and some are more demanding than others, whether we have little ones or whether, um, you know, it's a demanding season in our work, uh, whatever, whatever the season is, I feel like giving ourselves the freedom to lean whichever way we have to lean in the moment is a good idea. But when we talk about, you know, what is my definition of balance, I think it's, for me, it's really helpful to think through what creates imbalance. And I think one of the things that creates imbalance for me is having what I call a measure up mindset, where I'm always like glancing sideways at other people and measuring what I'm doing against what they're doing and trying to um, propel myself forward or prove myself. If that's my mindset, that leads me into a whole bunch of negative behaviors like, you know, perfectionism and, and just a drive inside of me to do better. And like, I'm really hard on myself when I haven't um, performed well or all of those sorts of negative things that do affect my performance and affect my relationships. And so, yeah, that, do, do you, Jenny, do you feel like that's a, um, a key for you to like measuring yourself against other people can create imbalance? I feel like it can, especially if you're not clear on what your values are or what are your priorities are. I feel like it can be very, very hard. And I think too, you know, when you're talking about like right now in the season that you're in of being really frazzled, I always think about it almost like a like silos, right? Like each of the different areas of our life are like silos and the different seasons, some silos are going to be stacked higher than others. And that's okay. As long as you're spending a little bit of time in each one of those different yes. silos of life. But I feel like sometimes that it can be this like guilt cycle almost of gosh, in this season, my silo for work is way bigger than someone else's. And they're kind of doing the same thing I am, but yet they're still doing this other stuff with their family that I just can't oh, seem yes. to find time for. Yeah. And then it becomes like this, am I doing something wrong? Mm -hmm. And I think that yep. that self-judgment of, am I doing something wrong? What am I missing? Like that is where it can get kind of dangerous for me. Yes, definitely. And so for me, what, where, what brings the clarity or brings me back to a sense of balance is having a different mindset. Like not, if my goal is not to measure myself against other people and try to measure up in the eyes of the world and prove myself, but if my, if I have more of a me free 
mindset. And what I mean by that is like, I'm really just not focused on me and how I'm performing against the rest of the world. But instead, if I'm just focused on how, you know what, how am I supposed to serve? What do I have? Um, like if I, if I were to picture a measuring cup on the, on the cover of my new comparison girl book, there's a measuring cup, you know, the, the glass kind with the red lines on the side and the world would want us to take our measuring cup that's filled with all of our gifts and aptitudes and resources and put our measuring cup next to somebody else's and measure and say, okay, how do I measure against her? And, but Jesus has a different outlook and a different outlet for our gifts and resources. Jesus invites us to serve. He invites us to take everything that we've been given and ask the question, not how do I measure up, but how can I serve? How can I serve my family? How can I serve the world with these gifts and aptitudes? And the thing about serving that helps bring me into balance is, so like if you if you think of that, you know, just have that mental image of a glass measuring cup with everything that you have in it. And when it's tipped to one side and the focus is on the spout and, you know, serving and pouring yourself out the way that Jesus did, well, then you're not measuring anymore. You can't both pour and measure yourself against somebody else. So that, that does really help me bring things back into balance. So if I'm just looking at, like I have this book launch. And so if I'm just saying, how can I serve today? What do I have to serve these other people? I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying, I won't be perfect. I'm not trying to make this book launch perfect. I'm just trying to serve. I'm just trying to look around and see where are the ways that I'm particularly gifted to serve and who are the people that God wants me to serve today, including my family members. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I am the only one to serve in those roles. And so those really need to be, have a priority even in these busy seasons of, of work. Now, you mentioned measure up comparison. And as I was preparing for our interview today, I was just thinking about the way that I can pair myself. And sometimes I feel like there's a lot of different ways of comparing myself to others. And some of them I feel like might be more healthy and some of them maybe a little bit more destructive. Do you find the same thing that there are different ways or different types of comparison? And do you feel like some comparison could be healthy? I do, actually. I really do. And, you know, I didn't set out writing this material with that mindset in mind. I um, I really came to that conclusion as I studied what Jesus has to say, because I was looking for the verse, Jenny, where he was going to tell me, okay, just stop comparing, you know, because he's interacting with all of these people who are comparing themselves just like we do. You know, they're all measuring and they want to get ahead and they're, you know, frustrated that somebody else is getting ahead. And you know, I'm just waiting for Jesus to turn to them and say, just stop comparing. But instead, he kind of does the opposite. Like he almost invites them to compare. He tells all of these stories, these, you know, like some of his parables will have two people in comparison with each other or three people, like the parable of the Good Samaritan or the parable of the talents or the wise and the foolish builder. So he kind of like puts these two characters next to each other and compares them. And he's inviting us to find ourselves in the story. And so to do that, you kind of have to look around and compare yourself. But Jesus always comes at comparison with a servant's mindset. So like, how can I serve? He, he, Jesus says, you know, he flips it on its head. He says, the greatest among us is the servant of all. Whoever would put themselves last, they're first in the kingdom or whoever puts themselves first, 
they're the last. And so Jesus wants us to um, have this, this me-free mindset as we look around at other people. And for me, I find freedom in being able to just look, like if I can enter a room, Jenny, and look around at the other women in the room and recognize, you know what? All of us are different. We all have different things in our measuring cup and that is good and right. And that is by God's design. And my job is to figure out, okay, what's in my measuring cup that I am given to bless these other women in the room rather than measuring myself against them. Oh my goodness. There's so much freedom in that. Mm, That's so great. And I love too, that this book that you've written, it is a Bible study and that you really have gone into the word to see what the word would say about comparison. And you're so right. Like Jesus's illustration is always guiding us into kind of comparing and and looking at two different situations and analyzing them and finding ourselves in them. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because I feel like it is like this guilt cycle that people are always just saying, don't compare. But then like, I feel like we just are, I mean, I probably compare myself every single day. And like I was saying, Mm -hmm. some of it is healthy as far as Mm -hmm. looking around to say, am I the only one or you know, what is this supposed to look like? Because I don't know. And sometimes we need to look for examples on, on what it is that we do. But then there's like that internal pride piece that sometimes can take a yes. good intention comparison and turn it on yes. its head. And sometimes yeah. I wonder if, is that our flesh? Is that Satan? Is that just something that we're doing wrong? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think this whole world system is set up to entice us to measure ourselves against each other. James talks about jealousy and selfish ambition, James chapter three. There's a really clear tie with the enemy. You know, it says that these are, um, these come from the wisdom from below, not the wisdom from above. So when we're jealous with someone else, you know, we're looking over and man, they have more in their measuring cup than I do, or, you know, selfish promotion. We're trying to prove that we have more in our measuring cup than I do. Like those are not God's wisdom for us. So, so the world is set up in a way that things stack up when you, you know, when you have more of something, you have more worth or value. And when you have less, well, you, you know, you just don't stack up and, and the heaven looks at it completely differently. The goal in heaven is not to outdo somebody else. It's not to outperform. The goal is to serve. And you know what? Let let me just share one of the little parables that Jesus talked about was the the parable of the talents. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah. So this master is going away and leaving his property with three servants and he gives one of them five talents and one of them two and one of them one. And you, you know, you just have to picture the disciples are gathered around listening to this parable and they're thinking, okay, well, which one am I? You know, obviously mm-hmm. Peter's the guy who got five talents, right? <laughs> and, and I don't know who got one, but who am I? Which, you know, which one am I? And I love the fact that the guy with the two talents brings four back. He invests and serves and he brings back two. And then the guy with five, he doubles his two. He, he brings back 10. And both of them here, well done, good and faithful servant. And I think, you know, that's that if we will find ourselves in that parable, it doesn't matter if we have less capacity than somebody else. It doesn't matter if we, we have less in our measuring cup. What really matters in uh, heaven's mind is that we would take what we've been given and use it to invest for the kingdom and serve our Lord Jesus and serve the world with what we have. Mm, and be okay with that. 
Yeah. And be okay with that. Be okay with, you know what? I'm the one with the two talents and I'm good with that. And I'm just, I'm not going to try to be the guy with the five because I'm just not, and I'm never going to be. And it's just going to create frustration and angst if I try to measure up. <laughs> like, what good is that going to do? It's so much better for me to humble myself and say, you know, I just haven't been given as much as she has. And that is okay. But I have every opportunity, just like she does, to one day hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And that has to be my goal to serve. I think that that is so great. Now, the next thing I want to kind of talk to you about in the same vein of comparison is friendship. Because I feel like as adult women, it's hard enough to find friends. But then even within that friendship, sometimes comparison can be very divisive and cause relationship issues. So how do we create community within ourselves, within our world? And how does that look like with comparison? Yeah, that is so hard, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think our enemy uses comparison to divide us. Clearly he does. Clearly he does because he has us, like I said, in James three, it talks about jealousy and selfish ambition. When I'm trying to, when I'm jealous of my friend, because maybe, you know, she can both breastfeed and take a promotion (laughs) and I just can't, you know, like if I'm jealous of her, of what she can accomplish, or if I'm feeling inadequate in some way, you know, maybe someone, one of my friends has five kids and I can, I can barely even handle two, you know, that's just, that never produces something good in my life. This sort of sideways glancing and measuring or in the same way, like if I'm puffing up and like, wow, look at all that I've accomplished. I'm both rocking it at home and rocking it in the workplace. Like that's just producing pride and arrogance in my heart. And so whether I'm comparing and feeling less than, or I'm comparing and feeling greater than. Two things are happening. There's this bondage that's forming in my heart, you know, so worthlessness, that's a bondage, right? And then um, superiority, pride, arrogance, that's a bondage too. And in both instances, it's causing me to pull away and isolate from other people. So whether I'm looking at my friend and feeling less than her and it just hurts to be around her and I'm just pulling away because I, you know, I measure myself against her and it just hurts, right? Or if I feel like somebody's beneath me, you know, one of my friends, oh, you know, she's just not measuring up. And I, so then I'm pulling away in superiority either way there's an uh, isolating factor that goes on in this measuring against each other. And our enemy can use that. I mean, he loves to get us isolated and in a corner by ourselves. Whereas the church is all about bringing unity, right? We need each other. We were not intended to do the Christian life on our own, especially not the mom life and especially not the working mom life. Oh my goodness. We need each other. We need our friendships. And so we've got to find a way to um, not be measuring ourselves against each other. Now, of course, it's easier said than done. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And as we were talking, you know, a lot of the comparison that we think about is being good enough for measuring up to other people's performance standards. But one thing I would love to hear your thoughts on, because it's something that I find I see more and more, especially on social media and in our world today. And I have pretty strong beliefs around it, but I want to hear your thoughts. And it's the the comparison of the game of like the, who's the biggest victim or who has it hardest or who has the biggest burden that they're trying to carry. And it's almost like a, 
a race to the bottom in a way, mm, you know, yeah. like I, I'm way more stressed out than you are. And I have way more going on than you do. And, you know, I see that this is almost like a different kind of comparison, but equally destructive. What are your thoughts on, on that type of comparison? Yeah. When my friend is, is saying, you know, I've got it so much worse than you. I just want to like outdo her. Don't you? I just want to turn <laughs> like, around no, and you say, don't oh, understand. No. <laughs> you don't understand. And you know what the thing is? None of us truly understand the shoes that somebody else is walking in. We don't get it. And we need to have compassion. We need to recognize that there's always something more that we don't understand about them. And I think that instead of, if we could, if we could break this cycle of, like you said, what did you call it? The race to the bottom. Yes. I love that. Instead of that, if we could just be humbly vulnerable, right? Humbly vulnerable. And maybe even talk to our friends about, you know, just be open and say, sometimes I measure myself against you and um, I've got, I I'm working at not doing that, but even speaking that out loud, it breaks the cycle um, because then our, our friend is likely to say, you know what? Sometimes I measure myself against you too. And we've got to stop doing that. <laughs> and that is our enemy dividing us. So that is completely different. There's a humility factor in saying, you know, I am, I am stressed out. I can't keep up. And I want to, I just want you to know that I'm, I'm doing my best and I'm working not to compare myself with you. That opens the door for like a real conversation. I was out to lunch with some friends and I did that in this group. Everybody was kind of like measuring themselves and talking about how stressed out they were and all the stuff that they were doing. And I just said, you guys, when it was my turn to kind of give my update, I said, I am feeling so low because I got some negative, I got a negative review on my work. And you know, that's completely different than saying I'm frazzled and I'm stressed out and I'm doing so much. I can't hardly keep up, you know, but to yeah. say, I got, a, I got a negative review and I'm, I'm hurting over this. Like, honestly, I've been crying for three days and I had to pull myself out of a, a hole <laughs> to get myself to this lunch. I had to, you know, just dry my tears. And I'm here kind of with a broken heart. And you know what, that, when I shared that, it just, it created this shift in the conversation that day. And one of my friends out in the parking lot, we were walking to our cars and she said, you know what, I'm so glad you shared that because I was sitting there thinking, gosh, I just do not measure up in this group. I am not contributing nearly as much as these others are. I'm not, you know, God hasn't given me these opportunities. But when you shared that, it was just, it was like real. And it felt, it made me feel like I could connect with you. And then let me just share one more little part of this. The next day, that friend called me and she had gotten a negative review on some work. And she was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that like this happened right after yours, you know? And we were able to connect, but I believe, Jenny, if if I hadn't shared that, if I hadn't put made myself vulnerable in that in that lunch conversation, I think my friend would have been even more at risk the next day because she would have felt even more alone. She would have felt like isolated from the group, like this never happens to any of them. I think that by being vulnerable, I pull I was able to pull our friendship closer and give her a friend to lean on and a friend to call. Like that's what we're supposed to be to each other, right? So I'd love to hear your thoughts too on this whole race to the bottom. What, what have you found to be helpful? 
first I want to say, I think it's amazing the way that God uses us <laughs> in ways that we don't even see until hindsight, you know, that, yes. that he placed it on your heart to have that conversation and, and knowing, you know, really kind of protecting her. I just think that that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me with this whole race to the bottom thing, I mean, I see it more and more, maybe, it, you know, more in the working mom sphere than others, but you know, who can be the, the hotter mess who can be more behind who can be. And I don't know. I just feel like God has called us to be our best self and whatever that looks like. And, you know, there are days that it's, it's messy, but what are we really glorifying? Are we glorifying the struggle or are we glorifying the the victory over the struggle? I would say too, like it takes a lot more humility for me to say to you today, you know, I'm really frazzled, but I'm going to do my best And I'm going to give it everything I have and it might not be perfect, but I'm going to bring my best. Then for me to say, oh, I'm frazzled, whatever, like just call attention to the messiness of it. I think it takes more humility to step out and say, I'm going to try. I'm going to give it my best and please pray for me because I am broken and I am dependent on the Lord right now. Um, And I need him to show up because I can't do this, but yet. And and actually I did that. I did that before this interview with you. I texted a friend and said, please pray for me. Like, like I told you, I have 16 hours of the fire today and (laughs) I want to do well with this conversation, but I can't on my own. And so, you know, I think if we bring humility, I think humility is that key ingredient that kind of sets the conversation back where it should be rather than trying to outdo each other, even in our messiness. Yes. I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, you you know, you're you're mentioning humility. And I was thinking, going back to the me-free mindset that you talked about earlier, which are basically the same, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's that whole focus so much on what is going on with you. And when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks, we talk about the three different pillars of balance. One being you know, Matthew 6, 33, putting God first and seeking first the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But then number two is that community peace. And, and when we have community, when we are focused on other people versus just ourselves, our world becomes bigger. And when our world is bigger, our problems are smaller. And, oh, and I think true. that that is such a big piece. And then number three, of course, is the systems. But going back to that community piece, this is where I feel like comparison can, the enemy can use that to be divisive and to take out that pillar of community for so many working moms. Mm-hmm. And so why I'm so thankful that you've written this book as a Bible study, so we can really look and see what Jesus has to say about this. But I think you're so right that it is about that me free mindset where we are not so wrapped up in our own problems and trying to I think we're always looking for validation, right? Whether it's I'm good enough. And if we feel like maybe we can't be good enough, then maybe I can be bad enough, <laughs> you know, and kind of get some validation <laughs> yeah. or some mercy mm-hmm. on, on, or even pity from people on, on how bad it can be when really, you know, it's, it's kind of like with our kids, right? If a kid needs attention, they're going to, if they're not getting positive attention, they'll act out and get negative attention. And I almost see it equal to that mm-hmm. in a way. And that's where I just feel like, you know, being that encouragement to always be doing our best and thinking about how can we use our talents and our gifts for other people and kind of take away that me-free mindset. Yeah. And I think too, recognizing just the differences between us, like, you know, I think when we say, we'll just stop comparing, 
we're kind of trying to erase the differences, right? But the, I don't find that helpful. Mm-mm. I find it far more helpful to recognize, you know, my friend is completely different than I am. She has a different capacity level. She has different gifts and talents. God has given her different kids than I have, a different marriage than I have, and she's going to do it differently than I am. And that is okay. And that God, you know, I love the verses in first Corinthians 12, where it's verse four, it says, now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. So you hear that variety, same, variety, same. And so it would be, it would be weird to follow that up by saying, okay, just stop comparing everybody, <laughs> right? Because there's so much variety. The church is not a group of uniform people, right? I think, you know, we could make the argument that the church is the most diverse group of people that there ever were, because, you know, we span every nationality, every income bracket, every cognizance level, we are so completely different. And then to create unity within this group of completely different people, God makes us not the same, but different (laughs) because we all have something different. You know, when you think about the gifts or, or the varieties of ways that we serve, we all bring something a little bit different to the table. And if we're all bringing, like take again that metaphor of the measuring cup with the lines, if we're all bringing our measuring cup to the table and we're all tipping and serving and pouring out what we've been given, just picture that that unity that forms where we're all kind of grouped together, not pulling back in isolation, but we're all receiving what somebody else has to bring and we're all pouring you know, like maybe one of my friends is really good at organization. She just brings it. She knows how to organize things. Another of my friends might be really super creative as a mom or in the workplace. You know, another friend might be good at making money. All of those different gifts, it's okay that we're different. And why not just come together and appreciate our differences, recognize our differences and applaud each other and celebrate the way that God made us so unique rather than trying to outdo each other or prove that we are more. I love that. As you were talking, I had this visualization of all of these women standing around a bigger barrel, all pouring their measuring cup into the barrel. And you know, once it's all in the barrel, you don't know which part of that came from which measuring cup, but it's all in the same place. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Our our gifts should be mingled in the church. We should be a group of women who we're not all the same. It's not, we're not after uniformity. We're after unity, which comes from not being exactly the same, but being diverse and coming to serve each other. Oh, so good. So good. Well, Shannon, before we let you go, any parting thoughts about comparison that you feel like, especially as working moms, that they just really need to hear? You know, I think if I could leave you with one thought, it's that when you're pouring, you're not measuring. So if your eyes are on how can I serve, who can I pour into today, then your eyes are not going to be on how am I measuring up against her. So if you can just kind of have that freedom of self-forgetfulness, Tim Keller calls it, like this beautiful, just I'm not thinking about myself today. I'm thinking about who can I serve when I go on social media when I go to a mom's group, when I go to the workplace, instead of focusing on myself, if I can get my eyes off of myself and off of the sideways glancing routine that I'm consistently drawn to, but instead, if I can focus on what do I have to give today? What do I have to give in this place? That 
brings so much freedom and so much confidence because I have something different to bring than you have to bring, you know, and just this joy of being able to use my gifts to serve the Lord and serve other people. Ah, so beautiful. I love it. Well, I know you also have some bonus material for Comparison Girl. So where can people get that bonus material and where can they pick up your new Bible study? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think we could probably give a link to sign up directly for that sign up, but you can come to comparisongirl.com and there's everything you'll need there. You can sign up for the bonus stuff, which is like, we have a, a set of Comparison Girl prayers and a beautiful drawing illustration of Philippians 2 and some other goodies for you there. So I'd love for you to take a look at the Bible study. Um, There's some video teachings and a companion guide. You can find everything at comparisongirl.com. Beautiful. And we will link to all of that in the show description down below of wherever you're listening to this podcast. Shannon, thank you so much for coming on and for blessing our audience. And I just pray that God would be with you throughout this week, that you have so many irons in the fire, that he would set your priorities straight, that he would clear the path in front of you. And most importantly, that he would just give you peace of mind, peace of spirit, and that he would use you in the way that he has designed you. Thank you so much, Jenny. This has been just a privilege and a joy. Thank you. And there you have it. You know, we all struggle with comparison in so many different ways, which Shannon and I just got done talking about. So however you related to that comparison, I would just pray that God would bless you, that he would go before you, that he would hear the desire of your hearts in this particular area. And I hope that you go and check out Shannon's new book and all of the bonus material that she has done for Comparison Girl. And if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, we will be giving away a copy of her book. So make sure you go check out there for all of the details. Now, next week, we are kicking off our nine-week summer challenge. I am so excited. Now, before you get overwhelmed, (laughs) I just want to tell you, each week stands by itself. So whatever episode you catch over the next nine weeks, it is going to be pure gold about pouring into you and helping you create the most awesome summer so you can create the most awesome life ever for yourself. Plus, it's just going to be a ton of fun. So I'm really excited to dive into that next week. I promise you're gonna wanna make sure that you have the Your Life Rocks app. So if you don't have it yet, make sure you go and download it, plan your summer of awesome, use all of those resources we've put together. It's all totally free for the Your Life Rocks community. And of course, we have some special summer of awesome things coming for our Life Balance members as well. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.